as we move into this unit about dealing with difficulty, it's important for you to understand that what we're really working on as we begin to comprehend a text is several things. One of the things I want you to be aware of is that there are about seven or eight things that you do as a reader to comprehend text. And these are called metacognitive skills. In other words, there are ways that you think about the way you think. As we think about, we're going to be reading a, a, a text called Halloween Party. And then there's another one, Winthrop's text called, let's see, Little Speech on Liberty. Each time you read these, you're going to have a purpose for reading. And as we begin the first read and the first analysis of it, your purpose is to read to understand the text. And as you do that, the way you read to understand is you think about questions that you could ask before you start reading that would help you think about what's going on. You need to stop and pause to ask questions during the reading itself. And then after you read, you think about further questions to pose to yourself about what this means and why it matters. And so those things and those strategies by questioning and keeping that questioning mind throughout the reading helps you deepen your understanding and helps you gain information from the text so that you can make decisions about it. The third thing that is really important for you to do is to make predictions, and that's natural. But a lot of things uh, contradict these predictions, and readers have to be aware of when the text offers things that are not aligned with that initial prediction. So you've got to be willing and be reading for information that either confirms what you thought was going to happen or brings another idea to mind. And so it it's really helpful when you're doing that to think about what kind of thing you're reading, the genre. You use the characteristics of that genre and the structures inside of it to help you make meaning of the text. That's why we do the fact tractor and the roping and branding and such. Now, a fourth element that has become controversial in some aspects most of us, whenever we read, it's as if the words disappear and there's a movie going on in front of our eyes or in the back of our mind. We're seeing these things happen as if it were really happening. We're pretending that these experiences or these ideas were ours or we were the characters in the story. And we really visualize inside of our inner mind of what these things are. And if you can pause and recreate those scenes in your mind or stop and sketch what those things are or how the ideas are connected with your annotations, that is a way that you can use those mental images to deepen your understanding of it. The fifth thing we do is as we're reading, we think, has anything like that happened to me? Do I know anyone like that? So that's your text-to-self connection. You also think about, you know, I've read something else like that. 
And that's really your primary purpose whenever we begin to take the Halloween party and the little speech on liberty. As you begin the second text, you're supposed to start thinking about what is similar between these two texts? What is different? What are the ideas in there that are um, the themes that are similar or dissimilar? That way you can really make some decisions about what these things mean. Now, as you make those connections to other texts, you're also going to be thinking about the world that you live in, the society, um, the relationships that you have with other people, the politics, the government, the news, the world events, plays, TV, all of those things are connections that you think, what is like that that I know? And that helps you really make a deeper connection to it and have an understanding that really is pretty unique to yourself. And as you share those with other people, you realize all of these connections really help you have a powerful discussion about the text and what it means and why it matters. Because you are doing all of the things above, you're making inferences, you're having new ideas, and you're able to use the ideas in the text, particular lines, phrases, instances, moments that are evidence of those inferences that you're making. And those are really powerful in finding out why things matter and helping you follow the train of thought of logic and reasoning or follow the plot. As such, you begin to evaluate these details that they become what are the key ideas that need to be focused on throughout the text. Because you can do all of those things, it leads to even another thing that is so powerful, is to synthesize that information from one text and a second text to create a new understanding that is separate and outside of both texts. So as we delve into these texts right here, my primary goal for you is for you to be able to monitor yourself. Do you understand what you are reading? And can you make the proper adjustments? I want to see that you are rereading, that you're using background knowledge, or you're researching elements in the text. You know, the author thinks you know a lot of stuff, and you may or may not know it. You need to look up those things and consider what they are with that short-term inquiry and research. I need to see that you're asking questions throughout the process to really push against the ideas in the text and make connections to what's going on. And a lot of ways that you show me that is that you are annotating and you're making those notes in the text and you're using those as a tool to help you focus on what the text is giving to you and what it contributes. I'll be looking for those things as we enter these texts. Now, I want to focus on one element here as we end about why this is so important. This comes from an ACT report. It's called Reading Between the Lines, What ACT Reveals About College Readiness in Reading. Now, you might say college readiness, but I think this is critical to where we are in society now that we have to evaluate and consider what does our world mean? What is the media presenting to us and how do we respond to it? So let me just read aloud from it here. 
performance on complex texts, and I would say complex ideas, and know that texts are all around us. It's a movie. It's a news report. It's a commercial. Is the clearest differentiator in reading between students who are likely to be ready for college and those who are not. And this is true for both genders, all racial and ethnic groups, and all family income levels. Students who correctly answer questions based on complex tests can score potentially as many as 10 points higher on the ACT reading tests than students who can correctly answer only questions based on uncomplicated texts. And even more than answering questions on a comprehension test, we use complex ideas and concepts throughout our lives to make decisions that bring power and beauty and our ability to contribute powerfully to ourselves and the other people in our lives around us. So this ability to think with complex texts and ideas and make decisions about them is the way that you build and empower yourself to do the work that has been set forward to you because of your unique skills, passions, and characteristics. Happy reading.